Good morning. This is Ryan File from the Mail Tribune, and you're listening to First Thing, our weekday top story podcast where I go over the day's main headlines. Listen to past episodes at mailtribune.com slash podcasts, or subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Here are the top stories for Tuesday, September 11th, 2018. First up, traffic was moving slowly but smoothly up and down Interstate 5 in Northern California Monday after transportation officials reopened portions of the vital West Coast link closed by the Delta Fire. Traffic started flowing again between Redding and Mount Shasta Monday morning, with one lane in each direction through the 17 miles traversing the Delta Fire, which was listed Monday at 47,100 acres. The fire was just 5% contained, fire officials said. The 45-mile stretch of I-5 between Redding and Mount Shasta had been closed since shortly after the human-caused blaze roared to life last Wednesday, two miles north of Lakehead, California, just north of Lake Shasta. It's normal traffic, fire spokeswoman Leah Parker said. I'm actually looking down on I-5 and it's running normal. In some of the fire areas, the posted speed limit was 25 miles per hour, but Parker said she'd seen cars going up to 50 miles per hour through the restricted stretch. The public was using the right northbound and southbound lanes, while the left lanes were reserved for firefighters and other emergency traffic, she said. No accidents were reported as of 3 p.m., Parker said. Vehicles were allowed back on the interstate after bridges and other infrastructure were inspected for fire-related damage. Vehicles carrying flammable materials, ranging from hay to gasoline, excluding the fuel in their own tanks, remained banned from traveling through the fire area, according to Caltrans. The Delta Fire and the nearby 46,150-acre HERS Fire merged Sunday, and a California incident management team on the HERS Fire took over operations for fighting both blazes. The HERS Fire, which ignited August 9th, was listed Monday morning at 95% contained, with fire crews focusing on mop-up duties and strengthening fire lines. Like the Delta Fire, it was human-caused. The Delta Fire grew slowly overnight Sunday, thanks in part to shade created by smoke and an air inversion, while firefighters continued to protect structures in the fire's southeast area, fire officials said. Headwinds helped push the fire to the north and northeast, while flames crossed a contingency line cut during the earlier car fire to the southwest, fire officials said. The car fire was contained August 30th. Nearly 3,000 firefighters and support people are assigned to the fire, which has an estimated containment date of September 22nd. And last up, in a major shift for one of the region's biggest nonprofits, which makes its living off others' castoffs, Southern Oregon Goodwill is no longer accepting e-waste. Goodwill officials blame a shifting global recycling market, saying fewer places to recycle unwanted electronics is driving up costs. Our business model relies on the generosity of the community, says marketing director Julie Fletcher. We are a social enterprise that sells donated items for resale value. We use our revenues to provide job connections and build relationships with employers, and it's important to keep our overhead very, very low. It's important for us with donations to only accept items that we can sell. The value of stuff is only as much as people will pay for it. Since September 1st, donors have had to find alternate places to dispose of the 1.5 million pounds of e-waste, older televisions, computers, printers, and other electronics, that were dropped off at Goodwill locations annually in a four-county region. In 2017, Goodwill recycled more than 8 million pounds of materials, nearly 12% of which were electronic items that were resold, upcycled, or disassembled for sellable parts. With some 30,000 annual donation drop-offs, Fletcher says, electronic waste requires a lot of manpower and disposal costs. 
global recycling changes, and reduced avenues for disposal were compounded by an increasingly, quote, disposable society, Fletcher says. Technology keeps changing, and so there is more and more material going to the landfill, she says. We are definitely not in the same environment that we were in, in terms of having options for keeping materials out of the landfills, but we are hopeful that things will get back to what they used to be. We would obviously prefer to be able to recycle the way we used to, for our own purposes, and for the planet. We are just in a position now that anything we have to spend money on, disposing of, is counter to our mission. And that's it for today. Be sure to check out full versions of these stories and others at our website, mailtribune.com. And if you want to stay connected to us throughout the day, follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. Have a great day.